0: welcome to the strong john fitness podcast this show is dedicated to helping you achieve your best body without the bs we'll cover training nutrition basically everything you need for a successful fitness journey and we'll have some fun along the way i'm your host john let's get into it everyone welcome back to the podcast today have a very special guest I think we met what has it been like three or four years now has it been that long I
1: think so I think the I last
0: think- the last year and a half feels like an eternity anyway right so we were at I think we were at the same we were at the same conference like the week we got shut down right yes March
1: 2020
0: yes so it was only that long but it feels like
1: but I think John we met at the, uh, did, did you come to the first business? I oh, was at the first
0: one. Yeah. So I
1: think that we met there briefly, yeah. Yeah. but reconnected more at the second one. The second
0: yeah. one. Yeah. Which again, March, 2020 feels like it's been like five years. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> depending on who you talk to, but yeah. So everyone, this is Fran, uh, an amazing woman, you know, I'd love for you to describe to everyone, you know, what you do, who you are, what brought you into the industry. Just give us a background of what you got.
1: Okay, awesome. Thanks, John. Well, first of all, thanks for having me. I'm super excited to be here. Um, you know, like you, we're passionate about helping people be healthy and live a life that's easy to manage. I think that's probably one of the things that I that resonates the most between you and I. We want things to be simple for people. So I'm a personal trainer, but I am also a pain management coach and I'm an educator. And so the personal training part I got into just because. <laughs> i wanted to become healthier and then i got asked to teach a fitness class and i was the trainer for my roller derby team so i thought i should get some some education so i became a personal trainer and that's kind of how i got into it but then i got diagnosed with fibromyalgia and um i had a huge health issue with stress which is what we're talking about today which is why it's really important but through that whole journey then i realized that pain management whether you have fibro or you just are exercising or just everyday life um, we deal with pain all the time and people don't really i think sometimes take the time to actually understand how difficult and how many elements to pain there actually is We sometimes think about it just as I I bang my hand and then I have pain or I work out and then the muscles are sore, but there's so many underlying factors um, that contribute to it. So I'm very passionate about people and helping those people live a pain-free lifestyle that's sort of my one thing and I find there are so many elements to it and stress is a very, very large one, which is why I'm really excited to talk about that today. So that's kind of me in a nutshell. So I've been in the industry since 2013.
0: Okay. Yeah. So thank you for sharing that. Um, and I, I was, when you brought, you know, when you emailed me about the podcast and you brought the topic of like stress and pain in the body and how they connect i was really intrigued by it because you know i don't have a lot of kind of knowledge and education in like pain stress management i only know kind of i would call it surface level stuff i think at this yeah. point um so when you were like we can talk about this and connect the two i'm like yes like that's pretty damn important i imagine the last year and a half for most people listening to this have been stressful to say yeah. the least so yeah. i think this is a great great timing um what would you say so like how does how does the stress impact pain on the body like how do how do they connect cuz that's where i think i'm lost a little bit okay
1: yeah for sure so when we think about it we all i'm going to break it down to the simplest way so it's very easy to understand um so basically when we feel stress mm. in our body we have all heard the term fight or flight and mm. what the body does is it prepares itself to fight or flight and so the muscles tense there's increased blood flow the heart rate increases the breathing increases and your body gets into a system and it gets ready to fight or flight whatever happens to be around us okay and it and that's good right it keeps us safe that's a that's sort of the message to the body to say hey there's something going on you need to be aware there could be danger and you know way back when you know it was caveman and the dinosaurs and all that but now it's our everyday life and it keeps us safe okay so that's the 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 thing and the key point about it is the muscles will start to activate themselves they they tense up and they activate because they're ready for action that's great that's helpful but the problem is and this is I think where a lot of people are is that when we're in a chronic stressful situation, we then are wrecking the body. And <laughs> I'm using that term loosely, but it's exactly what it means. So you have to think about when we are stressed, we release cortisol, right? And so I know you talk to your clients about this. If your cortisol is high, then that's hard for you to lose weight or to keep the weight off. And all, and those, all the things you're doing to be healthy is, is just fighting against itself because the cortisol is really high cortisol actually naturally helps reduce pain. So it's a pain management hormone, but when it is in high levels for an extended period of time, it doesn't do what it's supposed to do. It actually fights the system. So it's called, I'm going to tell you this called central sensitization. And that's when the nervous system is constantly in a state of stress and the cortisol is fighting itself. So the body actually can't use the cortisol to help reduce pain; it actually creates pain.
0: Okay, that makes sense. It's interesting. Yeah, very interesting. Yeah, I just I know of cortisol. I didn't know it was it was to do with pain management. Yeah. So, like, when it comes to elevated, like, you get people who say like I'm stressed all the time, all the time. Is Are there? And we know exercise is a stressor, but it's a good stressor. So, like, are there other good stressors, bad stressors in this aspect of things?
1: Yeah. So this is where the thing about stress is kind of, if you do research on it, there's so much information. I like to keep it really, really simple, Mm -hmm. okay? So yes, we have good stress and bad stress. I like to think about it as internal stress and external stress.
0: Oh, okay, nice.
1: Okay, so internal stress is stress that you have control over, okay? So these are your feelings, your thoughts, your exercise, right? You're making the body work. These are things you control. Mm and there's external stress those are the things that happen in your environment that you really don't have a whole lot of control over and does that make sense
0: yeah
1: yeah so when we talk about good stress yeah exercise is great for your body and it's fantastic um, to keep you healthy and and keep your body mobile and all the things that we that we talk about with with our clients right Mm. but if you have so for myself i have fibro or maybe you have an injury If you are in a state of inflammation and pain, because that's what happens, you have pain and then the body has inflammation and the cortisol that you're, that you're releasing because of the stress makes the inflammation go up, which then increases the pain in your body.
0: Oh, okay.
1: So if you are in a state of stress and you exercise, your body is not going to recover that way that it can, the muscles themselves will not recover the right way because Mm -hmm. they cannot, they have too much, stress, cortisol, inflammation, to actually get the benefits. So for when you're working with your clients, and mine as well, like, when you're exercising, you you tear the muscle fibers, and mm-hmm. then we repair them. Well, if there's already inflammation in there and there's pain and the cortisol, you can't repair the muscle fibers properly. So then maybe you're prone to more injury. Maybe you take longer to recover. You have more muscle soreness for longer, Mm -hmm. or you just can't
0: recover. You don't recover. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: when I, when I was in a state of inflammation, I literally was told you can't exercise. And I'm like, what they're like, you can't exercise like really because your body, your muscles are not able to recover. And the thing that's connected with the stress is that there are many factors that cause stress, sleep, lack of sleep, poor diet, not exercising, right? Um, The stress about work, the stress about the external things we can't control and the stress about some of the internal things that we can control. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's a lot of factors that contribute to stress. And, you know, when I when I mentioned just at the beginning of the podcast about me And my health issue with stress, I was, I lost vision in my eye and I was in bed for four months off of work and I had a constant, and I'm not exaggerating, I had a constant migraine. And the only time it went away was when I was at a merge and they would, they would manually give the medication through a vein and I Hmm. would have maybe half an hour of relief of relief, but my vision loss was caused by extreme stress. That's and i intense. lost four months of my life yes yeah yeah. There we so, yeah so we think about how you know we're in this constant state of stress but the reality is is that it affects you and you don't know that it's affecting you and there may be a point in your life where something really small creates this massive impact on your health so when we talk about stress i like to talk about external and internal and those are kind of the two things and the two ways that i like to divide um stress up and we i i feel i we often and i'm making a generalization but we often worry and stress about things that are actually external factors and not internal factors
0: i was gonna make a point like what do you do like when the internal comes from the external like something happens and then you sit on it and you and it's then it does it become internal then and then like then what do we do there
1: yeah, so um, you want to jump ahead to the. No, <laughs> you know have to I jump
0: ahead. No, just no, it's just, all good. Absolutely. Right. Yeah.
1: It's, and so then, so I want you to think about too, like, um, we can divide it into, we can further divide it into three categories, okay? Cognitive stress. So your beliefs, your thoughts, your perceptions. So the thing I want you to think about is, you know, how do you manage your past, present, and future? Are you living in the past? and and replaying so maybe this is part of what you're talking about you're replaying things over in your mind but you can't change them like they happen in the past but you really have no that so it's an external thing you've made it internal by starting to worry about it now yep. but the reality is you actually still can't change it because it happened in the past and it's over
0: Okay.
1: so it's kind of that's something when you think about cognitive things is it the past is it the present it's the future and then where where are you in that timeline and what can you do to impact it so can you control it like that really becomes the ultimate question i think when people are dealing with stress is can you change that situation and if the and it's really a yes no question if i can change it fantastic what can i do to change it so then you make a plan and move forward and i'm going to give you some tools for that we're going to work on some strategies but if the answer is no or you've done what you could and there's no, it's, it's maybe, maybe I, I don't know, I sent you the wrong email or I, I made a faux pas with something that I said to you. Well, how can I, what can I do? I can respond. I can reach out to you. But in the end, the next step is yours. Yeah. And I can't make a change. I can't make you do something. It's, I can only do as much as I can do.
0: And very then I, very I can have stoic of problem. you. Yeah. Very stoic. <laughs> Which but is it true. Is, yeah, right? no, it, it's honestly not easy for people because we are, I think, well, I mean, toss in social media and toss in what we've been going through for the past year and a half, or almost two 100%. years at this point. Like, I think all of, a lot of us get wrapped up in external, but we make it internal or yes. we get wrapped up in what could have, should have, would have. And that's why I've, like, I dove into sto- stoicism a little bit last year. And one of my yeah. favorite things is like, you can control what you can control. And yes, and as easy as it is to say, it's hard to kind of mimic that in real life because no, I've gotten mad in traffic and I've yelled at other drivers and just other things have happened. but like I can't control what everyone else is doing. All I control is my my reaction to what is happening and most time your reaction should be next to nothing, I think yeah,
1: exactly. yeah. 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 Okay. and so that's kind of and that goes that's a perfect segue into the next kind of stretch with stress, which is behavioral stress. And okay. so this is really I want you to think about what do you do when you feel stressed? So some people might go into the physical part and they actually overdo their exercise. Like instead of going for a walk, they, I'm like, I'm going to run 10K. Really? Mm -hmm. Cause you've never run 10K before. Like you're so pissed off that you're like, I'm going to run it out, man. I'm going to feel good. Right? So what do you do? Some people overeat, some people undereat, some people binge alcohol or recreational drugs, or there's a whole, maybe they have fights with their partners. So these are all behavioral things. These are the impacts of stress. So this is, so it's not just the stress, the cell that itself, it's actually, what do you do because of the stress, which is what I want people to think about. So that's where it comes from the cognitive, where are you living Mm -hmm. the behavioral, what do you do in response to stress that you have in your life? And then the third one is the physical. So this can go weight gain, weight loss, poor sleep, bad digestion, uh, bad poop you know, not going to the bathroom, can't recover from exercise. These are all the impacts of stress as well. So stress is such a huge topic. And I think, you know, I know I said to you, can you control it or can't you, is it internal or external? Yeah. It's very simplistic, but I think if you can pare it down into literally that question, can I control it or can't I, then you can easily decide, okay, well, if I can control it, And it's internal how what am i going to do and then you literally set out a plan of what you're going to do and and it is it, it may come to the point where you can only do so much because you we cannot control what other people do like at all i can be as angry about whatever choices you make or decisions you do or your actions, but I cannot control what you do. I mean, you're a father. You have a new son. Like you're you can teach them, you can teach both your sons, this is what we should do. But in the end, they're they're gonna make a choice and it might not be the one that you guide them to, right? And you go, Oh man, don't do that. And they're like, No, it's fine. I can help my baby brother with his diaper. I've got this, right? And <laughs> <laughs> it's literally a shit
0: just a five year old. Yeah.
1: Right? Do you know what I mean? But you can't. You can guide people. You can help them. But you cannot control them. And so the I think the sooner that we can kind of detach ourselves from the outcome based on other people's actions, Mm -hmm. the less stress we can have.
0: I think so. Yeah, and it's. I didn't. I mean, the breakdown of the three types is is important because I think when people are in like the state of go, go, go all the time, which a lot of people are, even if we're stuck yep. at home, it's, yep. it's, it's, if it's a physical go, go, go or a mental one, like it, the self-awareness of what's actually going on is yes. important. Cause I think some people, most people probably don't take enough time to reflect on their day either before or after or in between what yep. their actions are like, um, just take a minute to breathe.
1: Yes.
0: And so like, it's very easy for something to happen in the cognitive to translate into the behavioral, to translate into the physical. And before Mm -hmm. you know it, some really bad shit has happened to you because of the stress that you weren't able to kind of work through or control or fix or something, right? The sound, I'm on the right track. Exactly, yeah.
1: yeah, 100%. But the thing is, is that there, I don't know. So when I work with my clients, I do personal training, but I also do coaching. And a lot of the components of the coaching that we deal with We deal with stress. We deal with time management. I'm sure you do a lot of similar things with your clients. We do a lot of things with forgiveness. I'm going to talk about some of these things. And the thing is, is that when you want to change something, and you know this, and I know your people that are listening, your audience knows this, when you want to change something, it's hard work. It's just hard work. And you have to do the work. It's not an easy fix. Can't do it quickly. Sometimes it feels like shit. You got to do the work. And if you don't do the work, you're not going to get there. So what happens with people when they're dealing with their stress is they get to a certain point and they're like, okay, I did all the things and I did what you told me, but then they get to the one thing that's hard, Mm. like emotionally hard, not physically hard, emotionally or mentally hard. And they're like, whoa, I can't, I can't do it. And then that's when the roadblock happens. And then they don't get where they need to be. They don't, they're not able to manage or deal with that stressful thing because often you know the major things that cause stress money yep. relationships health life changes and work those are like the five major things and i would say relationships are probably number one right after money or right in the same in the uh, yeah, yeah 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 so when you're dealing with other people like you said i can't control them so mm-hmm. but people we want to <laughs> we want yeah. to help roll over that outcome and what the other person does and we can't and and letting that go is a really difficult thing for people to
0: do so when they get to
1: that point they just give up and then stress the cycle starts
0: again that's very interesting too and i think it's it's true like well i mean i work with a lot of coaches helping them build their businesses too and i think a lot of them are shy because they're scared of what other people will think of them online too so that plays a role in their stress and that's their roadblock and barrier maybe it's past trauma maybe it's other things that they're worried about you know how people perceive them or are they going to make fun of and you know nine ten times out of ten if people aren't making fun of each other for helping others online that's no. really not what happens yeah. but it's that it's that block it's that like mental yeah. barrier for each other it's, it's interesting that how you break it down like that for sure
1: yeah and i think yeah with stress it's sometimes too and it depends on the person but and you you hit it for sure john past trauma and things that they've dealt with they have a lot of layers to unpack and so dealing with a stressor or dealing with the root of the the cause of it is very difficult for them because there are so many components to it um mm-hmm. that they just don't want to it's too much work and it is hard for sure but it's worth that's
0: it but that's and that's the thing it's 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 delayed versus instant gratification part of it too though right like i think we all know it's worth it or most of us do like grass is greener on the other side, or, you know, you want to get somewhere and you're willing to do what it takes when you say that, but when it comes to, you know, the actual work, sometimes they're like, you said, there's blocks or not yep. actually willing to do everything that it takes to get there, whether it's for work, whether it's for health, whether it's relationship building, whatever yep. it is, everyone has blocks. I, or well, none of us are perfect Superman here, like going through no problem, but it's how you deal. I think with those blocks or, or through them, that's the yeah, difference maker. exactly,
1: yeah. exactly. So shall we deal with some of these things? I'll sure.
0: You- yeah, let's jump right in.
1: Okay. So you mentioned one of them, which I really we're going to hit at first. And it's all about breathing. So what I would like you to do is I want you to close your eyes. Okay. And I want you to just feel in your body and feel where there might be some stress. Everybody has a location on their body where they hold their stress. So see if you can locate it and when yep good yeah and if you don't if you don't locate a stressed area just see if there's some tightness in your body and focus on that part of the body okay if you can if it's possible i'd like you to put your hand on that spot if you can't no problem don't worry about it but if you can put it there perfect and now we're going to inhale and we're going to exhale and as you inhale through your nose you're just going to think about relaxation and as you exhale I want you to think about release and we're going to inhale, relaxation and exhale, release. And I want you to focus on that part of the body. Inhale and exhale and inhale and exhale. One more inhale and exhale and then i gently want you just to open your eyes and see how that spot feels
0: it's like melted yes Yes.
1: awesome so this is a fantastic thing that you can do it literally took us what 10 20 seconds i think um you can do it throughout your day so when you feel like you're panicked or things fall apart in the morning or the kids are crazy or whatever just you have to go to the bathroom and go into the bathroom and close the door and just find that spot, touch it. If you can, if you can't, don't worry about it, just think about it and inhale and exhale. a few times. relaxation and release and you are teaching. And the reason I say touch it, if you can, and if you can't just think about it, we were trying to make the mind body connection, mm-hmm. which is exactly what we do when we exercise, right? We want the muscles to do the work. We're teaching the muscles, To relax. They don't know how to relax, especially if you found a stressful spot. They're like immediately. I have it's my right low back. Immediately when I feel stress, my right low back tenses up. Like it's someone, like someone grabbed it. I can feel it. It's that quick. So you want to teach that muscle, you don't have to do the work. It's all good. And the more you do it, the more you can teach the muscle to relax. So it's a fantastic that little short breath work exercise is fantastic to do throughout the day. I love it. Yeah. Okay. Next thing is we need to know what causes our stress. So I'm going to take out a piece of paper and you're going to write down all the things that cause you stress. So take, yeah, take 10 or 15 seconds and just write down things that cause you stress. Sometimes that list is full of people, which is sometimes the hard thing. Hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. That one comes and goes.
1: Yes, it can come and list go. list
0: of people, yeah.
1: Yes. So you got a few things written down. Yep. So now what you're going to do, so remember I talked earlier about internal and external. hmm we are going to look at that list of stressors, mm-hmm. and I want you to put it down. Is it an internal? Just put an I beside it. And if it's an external stressor, put an E beside it. Mm-hmm. So remember, internal ones are thoughts, emotions, feelings, perceptions, things that you can control. External is more environmental. Work. So, for example, a good example is work. I have a boss. I That's an external stressor. I can't control what my boss does. Yeah. Policy yeah. and procedure where I work, that's an external stressor. Um, I have school teachers as clients, the Ministry of Education rules and curriculum development, external stressor. They think it's internal because it affects them, but the effect and their emotions attached to it. And initially
0: that. I put I put internal for work because I but I see I control most of my schedule, but you know, my clients are my bosses, technically speaking, right? It's not that they don't work for me. Yeah. So that's more of an external. Yes.
1: It is. Co- so I would say this is multifaceted. It's yeah. a great example, John. Thanks. Um, because it is external, because it's the people,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? But the internal component is you are the coach. So you set your hours, you set your boundaries, sure. you set, do you know what I mean? So yes, they are external, but your relationship and how you have that relationship with them is something that you control. They don't set the parameters, you hmm. set the parameters. It makes sense?
0: Yeah, clients I love you, you just.
1: <laughs> yeah, I love the clients, all of our clients, we love you all. It's but it's-, it's all the <laughs> works yes you love them they love you right but sometimes you're an external stressor for them and it's also internal right like both ways but yes people are probably the hardest thing so you've identified the internal and external so now we are only worrying about the internal ones okay so you can cross off the external all
0: right
1: so that might have maybe that halved your list maybe you've only got a couple real big ones on there
0: it's two out of seven left
1: Two out of seven. That is freaking awesome. Good. But do you see what I mean? How simple that is? Can I control it or can I not control it? That's the question, right? So now you got two. So can I ask what the two are that you've got there? Just so that.
0: Yes. Lack of my own kind of training because I don't really exercise much. Okay. And money.
1: And money okay fair enough so the thing to think about now what you'll do and you can do this on your own is you now you need to think about you have control over your own training so what are some strategies that you can implement to make sure that you do your own training right yep, set up yep. a time put in the schedule get an accountability person just do, the shit. <laughs> do it just do it man right yep, like yep. but it's true though as trainers we don't we don't take care of ourselves take care of everybody else and we don't follow our own advice so make a plan pick maybe three different things you can do to actually implement and to change and control that internal stressor and how you can make differences does it make sense
0: 100
1: okay now i have what's called the three d's so this is something i like to use for my daily list so my my life okay because i want something practical
0: mm-hmm. for
1: you to use and for your audience to use So it's called the three d's i use this for my to-do list every day um decide delegate or delete
0: Oh, like that. So yeah. when
1: you plan your day, you're going to get a piece of paper and you're going to make three columns on it. Decide, delegate, delete. And you may, you know, you might, I, I'm not sure how you plan your day, John. Some people will have like a daily run or a running list for the week of all the things that have to get done.
0: Yeah.
1: You can take that and put it in there, decide, delegate, or delete. So all you're going to do is all the two things you need to do. Number one, you're going to su- decide that you're going to do it. The second list is delegate. You're going to give it to somebody else to do. Or the third one is you're going to delete. It's not, it's not important. It. Yeah. For example, in the gym behind me, which your viewers cannot see, I have curtains that separate part of the studio. Those curtains have been there for many years. They need to be hemmed. Every week I used to put hem my curtains in the studio on my list every week for about a year and a half. <laughs> until i learned until and honestly until i finally went why is this on not on my delete list now i don't even care if my hurt, curtains get hammered. it doesn't even matter not it's not that important but that's the thing is that's where the stressors come in is we have these little things that we think are so important yep. that we stress about doing those little things when we actually avoid the big things that we need to that are much more important than our causing. More does
0: that make sense 100 as a just anecdotally like as a business owner but I also like mentor other coaches. It's like, so I've done things different ways over the past five years. Um, so I've had like a daily planner notepad, which I can map out the hours, my top three yep. to do. Yep. And I did that for a while. And then, you know, life just got exceptionally busy where schedules never matched up what I needed them to. Now I've kind of gone to like, uh, what do I need to do? Like three things a day kind of. Yes. Yes. which is pretty good, but I find my brain sometimes just ping pongs around. There's more things to do or things I think about. So yes. I had post-it notes. Okay. So then I would, I'd would have my to-do list Then I have anytime I had an idea, jot in a post-it note. So now yep. what I would do if the post-it note was sitting there for more than three days, garbage.
1: Yeah. So that's exactly the delete.
0: Yeah. I'm like, yes. I, I looked at, I'm like, these post-it notes are still sitting here. I'm like, why? I look at yeah. them, read them. I don't need to do this right now. Like I had a bunch of stuff for, for different program ideas and de- I'm like, you know yep. what, where I am right now, it's not yep. important. So yes, if it's important and they need to do it, they'll come back to me and I'll do it.
1: Yes. So I have a solution for that as well. So I have a list called, it would be nice.
0: Oh, okay. I like that. Let's hear it.
1: So it's my, it would be nice list. Yeah. So I have, you can have a, a piece of paper or a journal. So whenever you, it would be nice. So my curtains actually went from my delete list to my it would be nice list and it's just there and it's just a running list there's no time frame i don't look at it often if something pops into my head and i go oh do i need to do that now can i put it on my 3d's could it be a weekly thing that i no it would be nice i just go and put it on my it would be nice list and then every once in a while, when I'm you know cleaning up my office and stuff, I go I pull out the book. I go, oh, it's my it would be nice book, and I flip through and go, oh yeah, that would be nice. And then I close it, yeah. and or I grab it and say, this is the time to do it. So it's a great way to keep ideas. I Especially like when it comes to businesses yeah. um, and programs and, and things like that, or promos or whatever you want to do, just put it on the, it would be nice list. And then every once in a while you pull that out. So that's my solution.
0: For I really, I love that idea also because like when it comes to to-do lists and my wife can attest to this, cause we have like a shared iPhone note to-do list for the two of us. Yep. When I see the note get too long, it stresses me out. Cause I'm like, yes. Oh, I have all these things to do. I need to get them done now, mm-hmm. even though nine times out of 10, they are not a priority in that moment, but it's a dopamine hit. When I check that box off that I did that thing, I feel good. Right. Yes. But then it, it, again, and maybe not everyone can attest this because you are not a business owner, but it takes me away from what I was supposed to do. Maybe I was supposed yes. to write posts that day. Instead, I started fixing the dishwasher. I don't know what yes. it, You know what yes. I mean? Like other things take you away. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if so- you're-
1: yeah. So use the 3Ds for that list. When, you, when you've when you got the thing, maybe you guys can set up a des, decide, delegate, delete okay. with your wife. And then just, or decide, delegate, and maybe, you know, put a time frame on the delete ones and then revisit them.
0: Yeah. Or I, I, I have to set boundaries on good myself idea. too to not look at yeah. it so often too. I think that's part yeah. of it. sure boundaries are important
1: yes i got one last thing that i want people to to think about when they're dealing with their stress all right it's a big one so i left it for last
0: nice
1: forgiveness forgiveness is gigantic for and for anyone who's done some of this work i'm sure working with you and with other people and through their life if you we think and I'm speaking for myself as well we believe that we have forgiven people because we don't think about that person or that event hmm. but we are still holding on to that anger and resentment and you need to let it go because if you don't you cannot move forward in any area of your life so that str- that stressful spot on your body that you felt during that first first breathing exercise
0: mm-hmm.
1: your body manifests pain Due to emotions, and lack of forgiveness is the emotion that causes pain in your body. If you have tightness in your chest, so I'm going to get a little woo woo here. If you have tightness in your chest at all, not necessarily the muscles, but if you foam roll or if you do an exercise, you're like, oh man, like it's really difficult. This is the heart chakra. There is lack of, there is forgiveness work that has to be done there. So, my suggestions, my what I guide people to do: make a list of people who have wronged you doesn't matter how big or small, doesn't matter whether you think you've forgiven them, just put them on the list. And then one by one, you're going to tackle them and you're going to write them a letter about a forgiveness letter. You're forgiving them. This is the important thing. You're forgiving them. You're not explaining what they did. You're not rationalizing why you were upset or, or you didn't forgive them or you were angry with them. You are just offering forgiveness to them then you get to reread the letter. And you must reread it again and again and again until there is no emotion left. And when it's done, you get Business. to burn it. Oh. So it's a long process, yeah, you get to burn it because you wanna release it, right? The burning is the releasing of it. But the, the thing is you read it and you read it out loud. And the first time I did this, I was like, oh, it's no big deal. This something happened like 20 years ago. No big deal. Oh my gosh, John. I cried like a baby and I had to put the letter away. I couldn't finish reading the letter out loud. Wow. And then I had to come back. It took me months to do it.
0: I believe it and sounds scary and intense. But it's so good. Yeah, like, thought, well, it's
1: very scary and intense. So when so for everyone who's listening and for you as well, John, when you do this, pick the easiest thing that's on your list and start with that. Because it's a muscle, right? We're, we're rele- The release, the forgiveness muscle needs to be taught how to do it. Pick the easiest thing, write the letter, get through that one, and then you, you c- can slowly go up to the harder
0: ones. I mean, writing the letter without explaining what they, like how would you, how do you write that without explaining yes. what they did in the letter?
1: You can explain what they did yeah. and why you were angry, but you are no. not explaining why you are justified to be angry.
0: Okay. Does
1: that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So this is something that's really important. And so for people who, and I, and I, I bring this up because I work with clients from just from a personal training point of view, and sometimes they can't get past a certain barrier. They can't get past that certain point. It's not a physical issue. It's not
0: physical that makes, at all. That makes sense. Yeah. Oh yeah. That makes sense.
1: Yeah. It's emotional. So once they can release that and get rid of that anger and remember the person that you haven't forgiven, they, they don't care that they, they've moved on with their life. It's like someone said, my one of my coaches said to me, and I want to leave you with this being angry and resentful towards somebody and not forgiving them is like you drinking poison and expecting them to die.
0: Nice. That's yeah, that hits right.
1: It's same as the stress you holding on to stress and worrying about things that you have no control over is exactly like drinking poison and expecting that external stressor to die. It's not going to happen.
0: Yeah. That makes absolute sense that's why i don't watch the news either
1: yes yes yeah. again stra- external stressor just don't watch it yeah. it's all yeah. good we have a pandemic there's covid blah 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 <laughs> like,
0: pretty much nothing's really changed in that sense yeah pretty much He's no. still gonna be stressed out by watching it no matter who's on the tv yeah that's intense yeah, yeah that's some that's some really deep i had to pause there for a second i'm like that's uh yeah that's tough exercise
1: It is a tough exercise. It takes a while. Don't expect is as with anything for you, for all your listeners, you know, it takes time to do everything. So do it step by step, start with the things that are easy and, and go through it piece by piece and you'll get there. It can take a long time, right? It depends. You, you might've spent 40 plus years holding all the stressors and the lack of forgiveness and all these things, like breathing, not breathing properly. Like yeah. you're teaching yourself to do all of these things, right. Or trying to feel like you work with busy parents, that they have to control everything and they have to do everything. You don't have to do everything. You're doing amazing things. You're raising human beings. Like that's what I say to my clients. You're raising a human being. Some people are raising four human beings. You're good. If the dishes don't get done or you miss a workout or you eat seven donuts. Okay. Like that John happens. might be pissed about seven donuts,
0: but you know, I mean, seven's a little bit, that's a lot. Yes. of donuts. I don't I mean, know how, I would just be like, I'd be like pleasantly surprised that someone could eat that many donuts in one sitting. Cause even I struggle with that. Yeah. I'm yeah, a big yeah. A. That's so how do you, like, how do you deal with like, clients that like push back on this kind of stuff?
1: Everybody needs to be ready in their own time. Fair, so fair, I kind fair. of, if clients push back on this and forgiveness is the big one. So when I work with clients, um, I don't, I, forgiveness isn't out the gate, right?
0: <laughs> like, no, that's yeah. uh,
1: so let's say I'm working with someone for, let's say, I have a 12 week program. So we're in the 12 week. We hit, we, we will start to make the list for forgiveness um, in usually week four or five. And all I tell them is, I just want you to make a list of people that have wronged you and that you feel maybe anger or resentment towards. I just want you to make the list and send it to me. And um, that's usually the first step. And then the next time we talk, we talk about, okay, well, so which one do you think is the most difficult? And then which is the easiest one? And why? Just kind of a summary. And -hmm. then from there, I get them to work on the letter. And, And some people, they just, some people don't want to do it because they feel they're justified and i totally understand that like Mm -hmm. i get it i went through it myself like this was hard work it took me three years and i'm still working on it but i did a lot of the hard ones a few years ago and they were really difficult but i feel so much better like and the emotion attached to that person or those people is gone now and so you really want to think about how it impacts your body from a physical way because you can't live a life that's what you dream if you're holding on to things that are keeping you from that path that's just the reality and it sounds i know it sounds all woo woo and all that stuff and it is kind of woo woo but there's lots of research behind it
0: i mean if you're putting it it makes sense like i'm like i'm not woo woo at all but if you're putting energy into something that's not serving you well Yes. yes it's it's you're taking away from where you can be spending your time and energy for sure
1: Absolutely. Not like exactly. I talked to my clients about the whole COVID thing. Like the kids are at home from at school. Yes. It was, I can't imagine. I don't have children. Mm-hmm. So I can't imagine that parents who work outside the home were having to navigate all these kids in a homeschool. Like what a freaking nightmare. It's
0: hard. But,
1: but mm-hmm. it's an external stressor. You cannot change the fact that your kids can't go to school. So yeah. you need to make a plan. And some of my clients are like, my kids aren't going to school. We're out till they figure it out we're out yeah. and and that's fine. That's
0: their choice. Like that's what
1: they decided, right? Yeah. So you you do have you do have control. We have lots of control over things in our life mm-hmm. and we need to focus and put our energy and effort into things we actually can control. That's and it. the other things, that's it. Can you control it? Can you not control it? Easy questions and from there move forward.
0: I love it. It's true. And again, it's it's very easy to say, it's very hard to kind of follow through with that. But if that was one guiding principle I give people, that would be it. Because too many people are spending too much time, especially with the internet and social media, worrying about what everyone else is doing when they need to fix themselves. Exactly. And
1: and it's a great distractor, right? Like, it's a great way to avoid. It's an avoidance, right? So Yeah. yeah, just focus on the things you can control. And every little bit counts. The smallest little thing that you do to move forward is awesome. It doesn't
0: first, folks. That's it. Friends said it. So, if you start getting mad about, you know, the Toronto Maple Leafs continue to suck, or <laughs> whatever else is happening, stop. Think for a minute. Have the has your favorite team ever done anything for you? No, they don't. They don't help. They don't contribute. Has, is making fun of someone else online helpful? No. Is arguing about diets online helping? No. Like it's the same nutrition and politics and religion. You know, nobody's changing sides. <laughs> so if you're, if you're one of those people who likes to pick fights and argue on the internet about this stuff, yeah. just, just look in the mirror and talk to it about with yourself and just work on okay. yourself. Cause the arguing about this stuff is not, it's not benefiting you. It's not benefiting other people. It's just creating more stress, more unnecessary yeah. things um, for you. And that's the, um, the sad truth about what's happening today for sure. Mm-hmm. Whereas I will not get into a, an argument online on Facebook about anything anymore
1: why I, I the way i look at it i know it sounds kind of crass but i think about it in the sense of who people have sex with hmm. heterosexual transgendered, non-binary homosexual i don't care
0: yeah word. like
1: personally i yeah. just don't care yeah. um and I hope it doesn't offend your listeners but i don't care who you have sex with it makes no difference to me well, so anything what... polit- politics religion all those things that you just mentioned yeah i think about it the same way hmm. vaccines all It doesn't
0: matter to me, to each their their own,
1: to each their own, as long as they're not harming me. Right. If they want to harm themselves, that's their choice. But I'm never going to change their opinions on anything, just like they So this is the key thing. They are never changing minds.
0: That's the the
1: thing. That's the the thing is that we always forget when we're arguing with someone or we want to be right or we want to have these interactions. Not only will I not change their mind, they are never changing mind. So it doesn't really matter. It's, it's, Epstein,
0: yeah, right. It's battle of ego. That's and that's the thing. I think people are just stroking their egos trying to make yeah. proof themselves right, prove others wrong, change yeah. it's not happening. And, and- you know, people will people will say that social media is toxic and I hate it. Here's a piece of advice for everyone listening to this. If you feel this way about social media, just remember this one thing. You control your social media you determine who's on your newsfeed. You determine who you follow. If you don't like what your family members are saying on Facebook, mute them or unfollow them. It's very easy.
1: Oh, the full, angels disclosure,
0: full disclosure, my desktop newsfeed is empty. I have a Google Chrome extension. gives me a motivational quote instead. So I can open up Facebook and I go to my groups that I need to attend to and I exit. I don't need to scroll any news feeds. So anyone who has like negative feelings about social media, it's what you make it. It really yeah. is. Cause there's so many positive, amazing people out there looking to help other positive, amazing people out there. Like that's, that's it. So if your feed is full of discussions about everything that's been going on, you know, you control that. And I don't want to yeah. call you out and say it's your fault, but you can change it.
1: But it is though, like, that's what it comes right down to those things are causing you not only to waste your time, but to stress you out. Like, why are you and it's true. And that's where I say john about relationships, relationships are really hard and family is really hard. And, and it is, we feel I think we've been given this lie in society, that just because somebody is your family, that you can't call them out on their bullshit. Mm. Well, that's bullshit. I'm sorry. And i'm sorry if your listeners don't like that no, but no. it is true if just because if you're if you're whatever grandfather brother sister whatever are being a pain in the butt and call them out on their shit, man they don't they don't deserve that and you don't deserve it why should you take that from them yeah. you don't have to have them in your life just because they're your family that's not true.
0: True words. That's and that's the something. thing that's, that's more stressors for you. Right. And that's the of overarching course. theme of this entire episode has been like controlling and dealing with stress. Yes. So you, go ahead. No, yeah. jump it. Yeah. yeah,
1: no, and I was going to say, and this is the one thing I want to mention about relationships. So this is something, you know, some people feel very stressed because they don't want to say something to somebody and they don't want that reaction from that other person. Right.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You don't, don't my, my advice, this is my advice and it works. Do not engage. Do not engage. All you do is go, mm-hmm, oh, mm, uh-huh. That's it. You do not engage. And what will happen is these people who are, let's say negative people or stressors or in your life, what they want engagement. Yep. If you do not engage, they will extract themselves from your life on their own. You won't have mm-hmm. to say anything. Or you have friends that have lots of drama, don't engage in the drama. You go, oh yeah, that's it interesting don't nothing you have no advice you have no suggestions eventually you will not be the person that they go to for advice because you do not engage they will take care That's of it for great. themselves I
0: love that. yeah that you just described a friendship i had where we worked in the same place and he just he became this person who complained a lot and then i was complaining a lot and yep. a bunch of us were all together and i'm like what are we doing like, what are we really sitting around complaining for? So I just stopped engaging in that, in those conversations mm-hmm. and, you know, the friendship went where it went, but it's true. And with family members, same thing. And I think what happens to, if you have to call someone out, you know, you can't control the reaction, which is what we're talking about too. You can't control how they react. You need to say your piece, yep. say it. You cannot, and will never control how they react to what you have to say. Yep. Their reactions on them. It's not on you that's that's another thing that you really keep in mind here you yeah. are due respect and whatever you need to say just say it and however they react is is a description of them yeah not you yes so just keep yes that in mind yeah
1: mm-hmm. love that that's very much awesome. awesome
0: yeah love it love it that's great this has been a great episode Fran you give me some you give me a lot to think about anyone <laughs> who's listening to this while they're driving. I hope you didn't close your eyes. (laughs) (laughs) uh, That's funny. But uh, no, this has been amazing. Thank you so much for taking the time and sharing these strategies and this kind of mindset with us. Cause you know, stress is never going away. And that's, that's one thing people need to understand is, you know, if you want to lose fat, gain muscle, get healthier, whatever it is, and you're worried about starting something new because life is stressful, life's always going to be stressful. Always, you're never going to have a moment or more than just a split second where you're like, Yeah, I can really do whatever I want right now because I'm not stressed. (laughs) It doesn't exist. It literally doesn't exist. And for some reason, for some of us, it's good problems. It's good stresses to have. You know, I might be stressed about money, but my business is growing. It's a good problem, but I still have to deal. So if you're stressed, use this episode, listen to it a few times, take some notes, reach out to Fran. sure she'd be more than willing to help each and every one of you um where can everyone find you i'll I'll leave the links in the show notes anyways but yep yep
1: they can find me on instagram uh fran garten pain coach um and i have there there's a link in my link tree there's a free pain quiz and i point this out it's free you it's 18 statements and you just decide yes or no and it identifies, um, different areas. The results will give you information on maybe sleep, maybe forgiveness, maybe different different areas uh, that you can focus on to help working through your pain. And it might not be physical pain. It could be emotional pain. It might be behavioral things, but it's a fantastic tool because it really helps you identify what parts of your life do you need to put some more attention into whether that. you have pain or not it's a fantastic tool to
0: identify what what's missing it sounds great life, so. thank you for sharing yeah, that definitely i'll link that in, in the show notes as well but uh yeah thank you again for taking the time it's been an my amazing pleasure. episode and thank uh you. everyone listening i hope this was very helpful for for you as much it was for me like i said i have notes i have things i'm like in my brain i'm like thinking of stuff um so thank you again friend and uh my pleasure. I'll talk to you again very soon yes thanks so much take care